on this episode, we're kicking it with the Y, talking to the Racine Family YMCA's and my personal trainer, Matthias Worthy. Matthias has been with us for about six years, and he's had a tumor. He goes into talking about he's had five or six surgeries over his lifetime. So he talks briefly about that. But in this one, we really talk about fitness, being motivated, and really getting out of the bed, getting into the why, and really changing your life. And so I hope you enjoy this episode, episode six of Kicking It With The Why. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode six. And I say it again, episode six of the formerly Kicking It With Mr. Q, which is now called Kicking It With The Y. I am still him, Mr. Q, a.k.a. Amikweku Kawi, president and CEO of the Racine Family YMCA. And today I have a special guest. And I say special because... If you've been listening to the podcast, I've talked a few times about my weight loss and healthy living journey, a very important person in my journey and a pain in the butt is my personal trainer, Matthias Worthy. Matthias, welcome to Kicking It With The Why. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, Q. Yeah, I still don't like you. I'll tell you that every time I see you. Listeners, this is going to be kind of probably a funny, probably one of the funniest podcasts that we'll ever have. So forgive me as I talk about Matthias because he does irritate the mess out of me. I don't like him because he causes me pain, but he is good at what he does. Okay, he is good at what he does. And so one of the things I talked with, I think two podcasts ago, I talked with your supervisor, Lynn. We talked about overall health and wellness and and, Lynn talked very general in terms of from a YMCA perspective, how, how do we look at health and wellness? But a tool of living a healthier life is fitness and nutrition. When you think about your role with us at the YMCA, how have you been able to improve people's lives over the time that you've been with us? A lot of it starts truly with a good community-based and support team. And that's the number one thing. If you have a good base of support, then other things come into play. From the fitness aspect, fitness and nutrition are a big thing. It really is have to have a balance. I mean, you can work out all you want, but if your nutrition isn't good, it counteracts. You have to find that balance. I'm a big fan of the 80-20 rule. 80% of time you are really good, but that extra 20% that you also can live your life a little bit. You're saying that we can kind of cheat sometimes and enjoy the things that we like to eat? Yes, absolutely. I had a lady that I knew and she lost 212 pounds. Wonderful lady, did ever that. And then she changed her whole life, which really helped her succeed. But to me, she never really got back into her original lifestyle. Thanksgiving, you know, my wife, she threw down like she always does. And man, in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm only going to take a cup of everything. So I got my my measuring cup and took a cup of dressing, took a cup of corn. But the plate was still full. (laughs) (laughs) The plate plate was still packed of a cup of everything. So in my mind, I had the right intentions. But from a caloric standpoint, 
Oh, I was probably at 3,000 plus calories. Exactly. And like you say, you don't do that all the time, those special occasions. That to me is that 20%. And I remember then I saw you next week, the following week. And I remember you said to me, you're like, hey, I fell off the bandwagon. You did go and work out the next day, I remember. And then I saw you the following week and get back onto that 80, that 90% rule. We all cheat, sadly. No matter how much we all try to admit that we're not going to, it happens. Let's talk to the listeners who have the desire. They want to get healthy, which includes losing weight. For me, living a healthier life, the weight just the weight loss came with living a healthier life. So let's talk to those folks that's there and they're ready to make those changes. What are some of the first things they, they should start doing? The hardest thing, too, is telling yourself, I need to change something. That is a good chunk of the battle. When you know that, hey, I got to come in, you are accountable for coming. I had a couple clients years ago, and they told me that they joined the gym for almost two years, and they never came. But once they started coming, they worked with me and a couple other trainers. We saw them multiple times a week, and then they loved exercise. In that aspect, I've had other people who have come in, same thing, they've joined the Y, and they've come in, and then they started taking classes, or they've met people. So again, it's more that accountability, at least to get in. That is probably the hardest thing, is just getting your foot in the door. Man, and no, staying no. Committed the hardest it. part <laughs> is getting your foot out the freaking bed. <laughs> That's yeah. the, especially like especially after you work out and you are so sore. Mm-hmm. But so let me let me say this. So to the listeners, Matthias, you know, sometimes people look at personal trainers and Matthias is a personal trainer, okay? And you you know, you picture this 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 guy, gal, and there's like muscles bulging all out of their arms and neck and everything. Matthias is a skinny dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Matthias, if, I mean, if you saw Matthias and you was like, personal trainer, you know, but I'm going to tell you, it, let Matthias take you through a workout and he'll demonstrate the exercises he wants you to do, then you're going to say that dude is crazy. So, Matthias, talk a little bit about your education in terms of what your degree is in and your certifications. I am uh, a college grad from White, uh, UW-Whitewater. Um, I was a college distance runner, hence why I'm as thin as I am. I was uh, an endurance swimmer even before that. So I've got a lot of endurance background, things like that. Um, right when I got out of college, went and got my personal training cert. You know, and I've worked at a couple different facilities and I've been with the Y now for I think six years, somewhere in that realm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been here a while. <laughs> but no, got and got my personal training cert. I'll be honest, I kind of became a continuing ed kind of junkie, as Lynn likes to tell me all the time. I just started with just a couple extra classes with TRX, and then I took more of their courses, and I've done Trigger Point, I've done Rock Tape, I've done a lot of different stuff. And I didn't want to be just that basically traditional trainer where it was always just about, well, hey, let's use the machines and that's all we're going to do. I feel that machines do serve a good purpose. So for like example, like our Live Strong program, 
people who are post-cancer, they just don't have the strength to do a lot of too much functional. You know, they just got to get their base again. My Parkinson's group, same thing. We've started with the machines, but now a lot of them, we do more traditional, more, more like that functional kind of movement about truly getting in and out of like a chair. You know, I've got two of the gentlemen who, you know, have a hard time getting up and out of a chair. And for them, you know, we practice on things like that and making sure their feet are planted right. You know, that's always my big thing to try to work with people. You know, I did not want to be that basic guy. Well, hey, here's the machines and that's it. Variety is important because for me, you're right. If you're doing one thing or a routine, you get bored. And for me, I get bored. I get mm-hmm. bored. And then when I get bored, I, I stop. I know the one thing that working out with you is that literally there are some there are some exercises that you'll bring back in you know every other week or something of that nature but you have a, a a wide variety of different exercises are you saying it's also important to when you come to the why we have such a variety of different programs should people kind of look at and try the variety of programs and then create kind of their own schedule Absolutely. And I've always, you know, I've had a couple people, I'll just use seniors, for example, they come in and they say, hey, I haven't been to a gym in five years. Or I've had other ones, they said, hey, I transferred from a different gym to here and they don't understand the classes where the wellness desk will give them good ideas, isn't that? But if they want more specific, they can ask me or a couple of the other trainers to say, hey, I think this is a good fit for you. I just had what you were saying Basically, everybody doing the same thing. They tell me, well, I haven't lost any weight. And I said, well, what have you changed? And they haven't. So again, in a sense, like you, I don't want to say you're stagnant, but basically you're not getting that muscle confusion that you need to make sure that to accomplish your goal. I just had a gentleman just start with uh, my mature muscles class. And he told me for years, he'd come up, he'd walk the treadmill for like a half hour. He'd do a couple strength uh, equipment, just some circuit stuff. And that was it. And he told me, he goes, I, I want to change. So he came and now he's been coming to my class, Sherry's and Josie. So he's coming three times a week. And he told me, he goes, I'm feeling better. He's moving better to, again, to change it and understand the difference and the importance of taking different things. We all have, you know, situations in life that challenge us, right? That gives us the excuse for not to accomplish whatever in life. So I'm going to get personal with you, if you don't mind. Oh, absolutely. And I don't know the specifics, so I'm going to ask you the question. You've had surgery. Can you tell the listeners what happened, and then how have you gotten to this point? I am a brain tumor survivor. I got sick as a child. I got sick at 14. Through that, I've had a total of six brain surgeries. Over the years, I had two in 04, two in 2013, and then two in uh, 2016. The hardest challenge for me, again, because I've always been active, especially when I got sick at 14. You know, I was a freshman in high school. I had um, cross-country in the fall, swimming in the winter, and then track in the spring. And I remember when I got sick, I understood something was wrong, but I was too young to really understand the severity of it. So where my uh, my tumor lies is my vision, speech, memory, and my motor skills. It's really hard when I'm that young to really, I guess, comprehend that. took me a long time after my couple surgeries in 04, and I remember I um, 
got back into running a little bit. And I remember he said I had cross country in the fall. I qualified for state. I did things like that. And I was, I was okay. But the problem is, you know, you're used to running miles and miles and miles. Anybody who runs, they understand. But remember after the surgery and then track came and started off easy. And remember my coach said to me, he goes, I want you just to go out two miles. He said, just take your time. And I said, okay. And I'm young. I'm naive. And I say, I'm like, oh, two. I go, what's that? And I remember I got out about, oh, maybe half mile, three quarters mile. And I was just hurting my head's throbbing and stuff like that. And I, I did. I got flustered. I got emotional. Where I'm like, how in just the short amount of time I lost it all. And that was the hardest thing. Well, I told myself, I said, I am going to try my hardest to make sure I'm to the best of my ability. As I got sick, it was like one day I'm fine. Next day I'm going in surgery. And like you say, for people who are listening, if you've ever had something like that, you understand how valuable life is in, in that time. And I'm always been one, like I'm going to live today. Like it's my last day on earth. I don't plan for it to be for a hopefully a long, long time, but that's always been my thing. I've always told people, enjoy today for today. Getting that exercise movement, again, it helped me. Exercise, sports, and I have met wonderful people, and they have truly helped me, everybody. We all serve that great purpose in life, absolutely. Teachers to instructors, family, we all have that point. And coming back to the beginning is to have that community, to have that network that's going to help you achieve the goal. Like you were saying, Q, whether it's weight loss or health issues, like our Livestrong program. A lot of those people, they have cancer or have been in remission or so on and so forth. And they connect so well because even though all their cancers might be different, they all can relate to one another. That's where that community comes in. That's the one thing that I believe, which makes when people talk about the YMCA's, you know, we don't consider ourselves a gym. We are that nonprofit 501c3 charitable organization and health and wellness is one of our many focuses. When you come to a Y and you see our, our elders that come you know, pre COVID and, and they sit down after working out and they have coffee and they get together. The support system is so strong. And mm-hmm. you're right. Live strong. You know, we have cancer survivors. We have folks who I remember in one of our videos, she said, you know, she could not walk. So when she came to the Y and again to live strong, she was able to walk on the track upstairs on the carpet part. And she was able to bring her, I think it was her granddaughter, her daughter. I can't remember. They're walking, but they're all upstairs, and, and they have this support network. And so that's what's important, right, that as anyone that is looking at getting healthy for whatever reason, and Chris Lieberfing was on a previous podcast, one of my, my friends and my board members here at the Y, who had two heart attacks, he said he wanted to live for his family, right? And I was like, there has to be a why. There has to be a reason. There has to be a why that you want to live a healthier life. And so for folks who have chronic illnesses and or diseases or have overcome them, like you said, it you get a different perspective of life. Mm-hmm. For me, 50 years old, a two year old is one. And in the midst of a pandemic, 
at 275 pounds with high blood pressure, I just got tired. And I said, I want to live to see my youngest son grow, hopefully, you know, get married and and I can see his grandchildren. But it's not going to happen if I keep living the life that I was living health wise. I was a very unhealthy person and I knew I was. So we have to find the why. And I think that's what you're saying is find your why. And for some, it could be a very specific reason. And for others, they may not have a why that's like, bam, but we all want to live. And you want to be able to have energy throughout your day. And and some of this stuff, the one thing I've learned from a nutrition standpoint is sometimes I can eat what I want to eat, but I really try to stay within those portions. Right. I just I just I'm, I'm, I'm a calorie tracker addict now. I can put it into my app and then get the calories. I try my best not to go over 1800 calories a day. And then I'm 50. So I incorporate the working out and I don't overdo it. And I come back the next week and I have more energy and I, I can put, you know, more effort into it. Some people can push themselves to an extent and that's fine. And there's, I think the majority of us, if we need to take a break, take a break. Absolutely. Like you say, it's finding that balance. You've had things, I remember come up, you had an early meeting one day. Things happen, but the point is that you're still coming. You continue to come. It's when, like if you told me, hey, I can't meet today and I didn't see you for three weeks. You've kind of, I don't want to say fallen off the bandwagon, but you need that oomph again. That's where I said, I know so many people and I know a lot of people work out at home, but it is a lot different when you're in person, either with a trainer or a class or even Mm -hmm. just working out at the gym, it keeps you accountable, keeps you coming in that way at home because we're all notorious. I mean, it's happened to me a few times. I'm sure it's happened to you or you say, hey, I'm I'm going to do this workout today. And then well, I'm going to do it at, I'm just going to say one. Then it comes one and you're like, ah, I don't know, maybe not right now. <laughs> I'm going to do it at three. And then next thing you know, well, I got to have dinner. And you go, well, I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow never comes. And that's where at least when you have to drive, like you say, or take a class, you're holding yourself accountable. You and I had a conversation about at-home workouts. And then we're not saying don't work out at home. We're not saying that at all. When I work out with you, you said it actually yesterday. You're starting to catch yourself when you're doing something wrong. And my reply to you was, I don't want to hear your dang mouth. Because <laughs> <laughs> yep. right? yep. I know yep. if I, I I felt my butt sinking down, I said, oh, he's going to say something mm-hmm. to pick your butt up. You know, <laughs> uh, lift your chin up. So, you know, so you're always, you're in my ear and you're saying, do it right. Do it the right way. Because absolutely, you be at home. I, and I think this is where people lose out and even with the technology of being at home you still you still don't have the person in your ear looking at you because some exercises you can be doing it incorrectly and you could be hurting yourself it may not be an immediate Uh hurt right it could be something long term Mm -hmm. and you are doing exercise completely wrong just yesterday we talked about like a push-up for example need to do 30 push-ups. I'm just going to throw a number out here. But out of that 30, you've done five good. Your butt's sinking or, or your butt's up in the air when you're not really moving your body and really getting the benefit of what you need. And that's where, even if you look at yourself in a mirror and try to watch, 
there are things that you're not going to see that myself as a trainer or even an instructor are going to pick up differently. It's the little things. Because I remember, again, when I worked with you, your one hip has always been tight. You're that right, because you'll tell me. You'll say, oh, mm-hmm. you're doing this a lot better. When I'm stretching, you know, a lot of times it's, it's, it's the movement. We did a workout on pure movement, and you go, oh, my God. Or we did an exercise, and I was doing a one-legged lunge with TRX and my left leg for some reason I could not keep my balance and then when I switched Mm -hmm. to my right I had perfect balance and so I remember we just realigned you a little bit which helped and I remember you telling me though you're like you know that's that's the side I've always had trouble with I'm sure it's Mm -hmm. like you were saying years ago you playing football I'm sure that has added some fuel to the fire a little bit sadly What's the importance of people also when going to a chiropractor? Not go oh, get a absolutely. massage. What are some other things that, if when you're working with your clientele, that you're telling them? Here are some other things you should incorporate within your health and wellness schedule. Chiros, uh, any kind of healthcare professionals, as well as like you say, gyms. We all serve a good purpose. And sometimes some of us, like people with, I'm just going to say like osteoporosis, for example, they're going to be a lot more frail and they have to be on certain medications, this and that. I know a few people that have had herniated discs, things like that. And some of them saw chiros and it helped them wonderfully. And other people, it didn't end up working. So they saw the traditional doctor, massage therapist, same thing. It's very good to change your variety of different health care, try different things. Me, other things I personally have not tried, but I know it has helped some of my Parkinson's patients is like acupuncture. I know a lot of physical therapists, they do very, very good. They work with that area that's bothering you. I know they have started now dry needling. That, again, I know my one client that worked really well for her with a Cairo didn't work for her. Trainers, again, I can do certain things myofascial release, like foam rolling, learning how to do that correctly. That little ball. Oh, the trigger point ball. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, he got this little bitty ball. It's not the size of a golf ball, right? I think it's about that size. Maybe it's about the size of a racquetball. Racquetball. Just ballpark. And I have sciatica because I, I had a herniated disc. He said, oh, put this here and, and roll on it. You'll feel when it hits the spot. Oh, my God. It's like, ow! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, your eye is like, was about ready to bulge out. I mean, yeah, you hit, yep, you hit it. You know, and, and, and yeah. I think that's the importance of when you come to a YMCA and you sit up a meeting with Matthias, it's not just come on and I'm going to just work you out. If you look at my videos, those who are Facebook friends and things of that nature, you, I'll post some videos of, of my workout, if you will, maybe one thing. But that's not day one. I've been with Matthias, golly, man. Well, it has to be at least two months, I think, if not three. Probably, no. Yeah, we started yeah, so it might July. Even be longer. Yeah, July, August, I think I started with you. And so you're talking, about, you know, you're talking about probably five five months. So when you see me doing something, that's not day one. It's We've been, you know, the first day, folks, that I worked out with this dude, he, he <laughs> took me outside, and we were doing TRX, and I literally, I'm, I'm, I didn't want to pass out, so I'm not, I'm not going to give him that. But I was, <laughs> you know, me, I pushed myself so hard based on what he was having me do 
that literally our lifeguards had to come outside and had to make sure I was okay. You know, had, they had the AED and everything just to, hey. Well, it didn't help that you did not bring water up uh, with okay, you that day okay. either. What, okay, hold on. What is the, so what's the thing with water, dude? Water, it's very essential. It really helps keeping your tissue flowing correctly. I mean, realistically, and I know the numbers have changed a little bit, but at least 70 to 80% of your body is water. It really is. And again, it, it's helping your body move. Numbers wise, what they recommend is you want to drink about half your body weight in ounces a day, which is a lot. It really is a lot. Most people, especially again, like the senior population, for example, I know a lot of them, I said, how much water do you drink? They go, well, I drink eight ounces. And I'm like, that's, it's not enough, you know, but <laughs> I do too. It, it's not. I mean, <laughs> it's terrible, man. And does crystal light count? If I get a gallon of water and put crystal light in there, does, I'm just saying, is that still considered water? <sighs> no, it has to be strictly water. Uh, that is what I, I, I have I been told over the years. More. I hate you no, even I'm, more. I'm sorry. Again, that that is what, over the years, that is pretty much what they've told me. One thing I have told people to give it a little more flavor and enhance. Lemon, I forget lime, what they're called. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And they Infused. have the, the center, yeah. yep, that you can put them in between. That's yeah. a big recommendation. And again, if I had to drink my body weight in ounces of a regular, uh, just like a regular, just water about like 16 ounces, I remember I was going to have to have at least like four, four and a half of those. And it's just kind of tricking my mind. If I have a bigger one, so instead of a 16 ounce, I have a liter, I drink one and it doesn't feel as bad as if I have to keep opening a bottle. I mean, I do not promote constant plastic bottles, but you're getting my, get my gist. Kind of the general rule is work out 30 minutes a day. What about folks who work out two hours a day? Is there a way that you can almost overdo it? Is working out two hours, is there, is there ever a thing that's too much? There is such a thing called burnout. It's overdoing it too much. To me, if you're here for two hours, you do 45 minutes of cardio, and I'm going to say you do 30 minutes of just strength stuff, and then you rest, you stretch, foam roll, get your water and stuff. That to me is a balance. It's when you're killing yourself for two hours of nonstop. There's no difference. Now, when I was running in college, that's a little different story, I'll be honest. It was that movement. I'm sure like when you were in football too. But as I've gotten older, you know, you have to find a good balance, keeping everything moving together that way again. So you hopefully don't get that burnout and then work also working out seven days a week. When I was younger, I did it because I kind of had to for the moment. Q, I'm sure you did the same thing when you were in football. It's always keeping that balance for people who are just starting. I try to recommend people to come at least three days a week, you know, two to three days a week starting. Then she moves to four to five. You can do six and seven, but changing it, even if you're going to do cardio every day, but it's to change it. Like you say, let's say you're going to walk on the treadmill one day. The next day you're going to do the elliptical. Next day you're going to do the bike or the step one. It's that muscle confusion and finding that balance that works for you. Naturally, somebody who's had a knee replacement isn't going to jump ship and then do six days a week. Finding that, that sweet spot, basically. How can people get in contact with you to get healthy? You can call our field air branch. And then again, you can ask to either call me 
front desk and take their info. They'll send it to me. I can contact you that way. Uh, the girls can also give you my email address. It's M-A-T-H-I-A-S-W-E-R-V-E at gmail.com. We can get in contact that way. And you can call the Sealed Air branch at 262-898-4551. As for Matthias, sir, my man, my friend, the guy I love to hate. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> ooh, yeah, uh, and and people b- believe me. I let him know when he really upsets me. I I, I I don't hold my tongue, and I don't let him know if I ever did want to throw up because he like really would get geeked off that. So uh, yeah, no, no, not. I got to keep you happy. It's, That's what matters. It's not going to happen, you know. But I, but Matthias has been a, a a big part of my my health journey, and I've lost what 35, 35, 40 pounds, something like that nature. So still have a good 10, 15 to lose. So. But guys, my uh, man, I appreciate you coming and kicking it with the Y and sitting with me and just talking health, wellness and fitness as a tool. We'll have to get you back because there's a lot more. And, and maybe we can talk more about the programs that you facilitate at the Sealed oh, Absolutely. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for having me on, Q. Hey, I appreciate you. And to our listeners, again, visit our website, ymcaracine.org. Call 262-898-4551. And Matthias, your email address is again. M-A-T-H-I-A-S-W-E-R-V-E at gmail.com. Hey, get with this dude. He's good. And we have other uh, personal trainers that... Our personal trainers, they know what they're doing. It's not just exercise only. They really make this a, a life experience, a journey, and and they and we have created here through them a good level of support to keep our health journeys going. So thank you very much, and we will talk to you next time with Kicking It With The Why.